Welcome to Ask Cadence, everybody. Thank you for downloading and listening. My name is Pete Wright, and I'm sitting here with Will Mercer. Hello, Will. Hi, Pete. How are you today? Another week, another show. Excited Good. to see you. And Jay Christensen. Hello, Jay. Hi, Pete. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. Uh, we've uh, we've uh, Last week, we had this conversation about, um, you know, what do you do to streamline your organization, your project organization, in times of, you know, lean resources? Um, and, uh, and so, really, we were focus focusing on the people who are working on projects right now in organizations. But there's this increasingly large group of people who aren't working in an organization anymore, project managers who are looking for work, who are looking to better their skills. And so we thought we would have a little conversation about uh, some ideas that we have on, on uh, keeping your skills sharp, continuing to develop as a project manager to position yourself well for the future. Am I, am I in, the, in the right space here, Jay? Yes, you are, very much so. And what I'm thinking about are those folks that are at home, uh, they have uh, honed and refined their resume, uh, they've done networking events, and then they are wondering what can they do next. And my advice at this point in time is to think back uh, during their careers and think of those times when they recognized that they were light in some skill areas, they recognized they were light, they recognized the need for stronger skills in that area, but they just didn't have the time at that moment to develop those skills. And examples that I'm thinking of like are political skills, uh, people skills, negotiation skills, and, and Oh, organizational skills, oh, absolutely, uh, yes. mm -hmm. documentation skills, yes, yes. computer skills. Or even uh, industry knowledge, uh, knowledge in their industry. Uh, some people may uh, either deliberately or accidentally developed a specialty within their industry. Now they are less marketable because of that specialty. Now would be an opportunity for them to expand outwards look uh, at those areas where they feel that there might be a growth um, spurt in the future in that particular uh, segment of the industry and work on developing skills mm -hmm. in that particular uh, portion of the industry. That's a good point, Jay. I, I know that uh, a lot of uh, project managers can be somewhat surprised to get into the situation that you've just done a very nice job of, of explaining, namely, uh, project managers in these times can have literally years of successful project management and then out of their control a company's budget may be reduced and their project may be completely eliminated fast and so I've seen a lot of project managers be very surprised would have to be the only word that my goodness not only is their project not funded but their services right now are no longer needed by the company and they find themselves, like you say, at home the next day right. with nowhere to go. So I think it's really important for all of us, including project managers, to have a plan for the first day that you may be surprised. It may be as simple as I'm going to drive home <laughs> or I'm going <laughs> to drive to the ocean and relax for that day or I'm gonna only I'm gonna drive and see my best friend or whatever but to have a plan for if that surprise happens because one thing that uh, I've learned over the years is that an event such as traumatic as finding yourself 
only having to stay home after years of going to work, it can be an emotional roller coaster. So I think it's very important for an individual to also make sure they take some time. Could be days, could be a couple of weeks, but not immediately make a lot of contacts. There's only one chance for a first impression. And if all your initial contacts out are of being very hurt, surprised, and shocked, you're not necessarily selling yourself the best. So taking that time to do exactly what Jay says and take a look at where can I uh, strengthen my strengths already, where can I strengthen some growth areas that I have, and then once I'm ready, and that could be a few days, could be a few weeks, but emotionally ready, make sure that plan goes to all of your contacts. It, I think it's really important to do the informational networking and planning and talking to people uh, not necessarily your top shots first because it's a different skill to get out there. A lot of us had not even updated their resumes in going into these hard times. But to make sure that you're emotionally ready and then when it is time to really start uh, selling yourself that it really goes to literally all channels. Not just professional contacts, neighbors. You know, you bring up a really good point um, uh, that, uh, that I want to latch on to a little bit, which is, is this idea of updating your resume. And it sounds really very simple. Uh, I don't think that it is. My gut tells me that it's not as, as simple as just where you worked, particularly for a project manager. So when you are laid off as a project manager, what are the things that you would want to document from your project work history uh, that would help you paint a positive picture for, for hitting that networking event? Correct. And uh, Pete, I'd like to answer that in response uh, also to uh, Will's uh, statement earlier. And that is, is that uh, there is an opportunity for an emotional roller coaster to develop within a person. And to answer your question, and I was thinking about this when Will was talking, and that is in preparation for that day, if it should occur, um, to have documented a list of value that you have delivered to the company mm -hmm. in terms of how you have helped the company accomplish its mission, vision, and values, how you have grown as an individual, what are the values that you set out to accomplish, and which ones did you in fact accomplish, and then what value did you provide to your family or to mm -hmm. your uh, network, and the reason that I am saying this is that the day after the layoff, when we find ourselves beginning to implode, if we could haul out this list of values that we have previously documented, we can uh, shore up mm -hmm. our mm, decline into self-pity, so to speak, and perhaps even minimize uh, the depth of how low that we could go as a result. Because we tend to blame ourselves at some point during the process of adjusting mm -hmm. to being unemployed. So if we can always keep in front of us the value, and then Pete, to respond to what you had said, if we could quantify the value and specifically demonstrate from a quantifiable standpoint what we, how it helped the company accomplish, then that to me is hugely effective in marketing our skills mm -hmm. to um, uh, the people that could potentially hire us in the future. How, how far would you go back in terms of documenting the project history, the projects you worked on at a particular organization? Say you've been in an organization for 10 years. Do you want to include 10 years worth of projects? Or 
you know, what sort of data do you want to have on there? Well, my, my opinion is five to seven years. What do you think, Will? I think that's uh, very appropriate, the five to seven year rule, but I also think it's very appropriate to make sure that your resume, even though it shows history, is forward looking. So we've got the ability with word processors to make sure we really aim our resume specifically at the opportunity we're going into and that we can utilize the skills and, and accomplishments and formulate it in such a manner that it would really sell assurance for that future challenge. But I think that, that Jay is right that the last five to seven years is really good to have the detail without a whole lot of detail of what was 20 years back and whatnot. It can be mentioned, but it becomes more of a just a, a very summarized statement. Right, uh, and I'd like to totally, completely agree with Will, and that is when I review resumes, and I'm very, very busy, uh, the first thing I want to do is look at the resume and see how is this person going to help the company. Yes. And if I can get that in one page up front, then I am much more positively oriented towards further considering this individual for employment. But if I have to wade through several pages to figure out how is it that they can help my company, and what I think this means then, mm -hmm. I know it's a lot of work, and it takes some uh, legwork, but if you uh, can tailor your resume to the company that you are approaching, mm -hmm. and how what you have done in the past would help the prospective company accomplish what it is trying to achieve, then I think that is a much more effective message. Absolutely. I agree with Jay completely. That's excellent. I, uh, so just to summarize a little bit here, I mean, we've, you, you go home, you have a plan. You come up with a plan. Maybe that's drive home. Step one, go home and, and catch, you know, collect yourself. Uh, but you really, you know, in addition to what you had said, Jay, I mean, about doing an analysis of the skills that you need to develop for mm -hmm. yourself, that really is sort of a running list. I mean, that probably would help all of us to have, to, to put in a, a running list of things that we're going to need to develop so that when that day comes when we're surprised, as you'd said, well, we're not surprised to learn that we would need to develop our political skills. Uh, and then to develop your resume, resume and, keep, uh, and have an ongoing sort of resume and development that catalogs your five to seven uh, years of project experience and gives, gives enough detail to, to, to uh, summarize but not overwhelm your reader. But make sure you're capturing that stuff because five years after a project is complete is the wrong time to document success on that project. Mm -hmm. You will forget it. Exactly. Uh, and I also really like your idea, uh, Jay, about the... Um, uh, I've, I've heard this before, uh, and the other word I've heard used for it is an ego file. Uh, it's just a file of all your, all your positive letters of recommendation, all your success stories, so that when you're really down, uh, you can give yourself a little ego stroke just to, just to get your head back on your shoulders. I uh, think that helps all of us. That's the concept in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is a good discussion, and I hope we can, we can share more ideas. I know this is something that a lot of folks are just in a, a sort of cursory search of. Twitter and, and uh, other online networks, a lot of folks are suffering right now trying to figure out what they want to do with their project management career. Sure. And, and if there are any specific questions, please um, uh, shoot us a note through the website uh, and, uh, and let us know. We'd love to, love to talk, uh, talk about this with, with you. Uh, on behalf of uh, Jay Christensen and Bill Mercer, I'm Pete Wright, and thank you very much for listening again to Ask Cadence.